there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, yo. Here we go. It is Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, over the next three hours, guests we have on the program, Julian Edlow on the Final Four and uh, what he likes tonight in the NBA from DraftKings. That's in an hour. In two hours, Brian Mahoney covers the NBA. He'll join the program. He's on because there's a big injury to the Knicks. We'll ask him if Julius Randle can be back by the first round of the playoffs. Jensen Lewis, back into the, of today's program to go over his observations from opening day and uh, what he likes today in that sport short card after Paulie, we opened it up yesterday with a full card for the first time since 1968. And I found it uh, very refreshing. There were a lot of positives in my opinion, as uh, we start the show here today with our observations from yesterday's baseball action. It felt like as those games were then starting to be played at the same time, there was action constantly. If you were watching on like multiple TVs yep. and I stayed down here specifically at Circa to watch all these games right away to see what it's going to look like. And it was bing, bang, boom, let's move, baby. My only nitpick is when I got home, there was a stretch for like two and a half hours. No games were on national TV. It's opening day. Yeah, that was odd. That was strange. Yes, right. Uh, This could be one of the best things to happen to baseball. And no hyperbole, maybe ever. I'll agree with Jeff Pass and ESPN.com. You're watching a whole different ball game and a whole different sport. It, It was so refreshing, it exceeded my expectations. As I said many times, baseball is at its best when it's played fast. Number one, the ball needs to be in play, but you can't be playing grab ass and be standing around. And with the pitch clock now, and I, I Nesson did an excellent job, and I, I think it was uh, ESPN did it, and Marquee a good job too about putting the pitch clock up there yep. next to the score and the count and everything. I only noticed one game that did not have the pitch clock. Yeah, but it was a real good job by Nesson. I was watching the Red Sox game early as well. That's baseball. And to me, how do you, if you don't like this, there's something wrong with you. Well, that's, a great, that's a great graphic right there. Well done. The, the average two well hours done. and 45 minutes. And look at the time. That, that is beautiful. Yep. Because you're going, 
you're going to have more singles, more runs, more stolen bases, and we're going to shave 25 minutes off of the game, right? It's fantastic. Even the Dodger game was 8-2, but it was 235. The Detroit game was 214. The Seattle game was 214. The Cubs game was 221. The A's game was 220. The Yankee game was two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's the graphic that I'm talking this about is, for the radio yeah, audience. Yeah, I mean, uh, running down the time of game here yesterday. This is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's not supposed to be 343 and 402 and 3. This was a thing of beauty yesterday. Oh, just to, to get, get ready think, to go. And, and I know, yeah, Clemens sounds like a dinosaur when he was on the Astro game in the booth. about well, bit, yeah. you gotta, it's Come on. I mean, this is a great change for baseball. The fans are going to love it. And can you get the younger, younger demographic? That remains to be seen. But this helps your chances. But I also, uh, you know, pat them on the back and kick them in the butt. I'm all, you're all excited for opening day, and this pertains to us out here. The Giants game's blacked out. Yep. I mean, we're 500 miles away. Eh, blacked out. You never know. You might get in a car last second. And it, it, it doesn't make it's any sense. It's absolutely brutal. And they're on the road playing the Yankees, and you can't watch the Giant game. It's so bad how many games we get blacked out. But let me give you some other, like, maybe betting takeaways uh, this year that we're going to look at. This is a great tweet from Alex Fast, who is a great follow for Major League Baseball Nuggets. Last year on opening day, we had five stolen bases. Uh, caught stealing, we had four. That is a 56% success rate. Yesterday, full schedule again. We had 21 stolen bases. 21 compared to five. Beautiful. Two caught stealing. Success rate, 91%. And if you were watching the wow. early games, oh. I, I don't know how many of you have the micro betting available. We certainly do not out here in Las Vegas. It's been a... It's been an offshore thing for a long, long time. They traded out here at uh, the M and the Palms, I believe, for uh, a while, years ago, where you could bet what's going to happen on the next play. So when Acuna got on base right away against the Nationals, Patrick Corbin disengaged twice right away. That's it. The limit's up. And he almost uh, caught Acuna one time. He was almost picked off for space. So you can't, in your head, if you're watching the game, you're thinking, well, now Corbin, Corbin can't hold him on. He can get a, a 15-foot leadoff first if he wants. The next pitch, what do you think Acuna was doing? He was taking off towards second, and he stole second base. So if you can bet this stuff with the micro-betting in play, once if you're watching the game, once a pitcher disengages twice, all bets are off. He, he's, that, that's my early thing. Is that this, these guys are dumb if they don't try to take off for second base and steal it. Yeah, well, it's also great for props. I mean, the stolen base is back. And you saw how it exploded in the minor leagues with this. Stolen bases were up 32% when they put the new rules in also. So from a prop standpoint, that's going to be enormous. Yep. And what happened. But that's baseball. I mean, when baseball dominated in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, this was this is how it was played. Fast, right. let's go, stolen base, and in four, three games, and God forbid the ball's actually in play. What would you think of the Alonso play, though? Now, that was interesting. Where he's taking his time. Uh, on a foul ball. Oh, yeah. And they call him out? Yeah. O'Neal, uh, oh, McNeil still got the base hit off Sandy and got the run in. But, you know, I was talking to a, a couple of Mets fans, and they said, you know what? He did it on purpose. It was the right call. But he would. that was wild how they're looking, and he's he's not getting back to the base on time after a foul ball. And this is first and third with one out you're at the out. time. Big. And that's it. Um points to his clock and say, that's it, Alonzo, you're out. We also had five shutouts yesterday. Yeah which was surprising to me. But it is April, and these games are, you're going to have a lot of low-scoring low games. Oh, Cole was a beast. Cole was great. Well, the, the strikeouts. And- the American League pitching that we had yesterday from some of the guys at the very top, Garrett Cole, first pitcher since 1974 with eight strikeouts through three innings on opening day. Since 1974. 
Um, last night, Dylan Cease, just nasty. Oh, filthy. Absolutely filthy. He was yep. so good. That game was awesome. White Sox won the game. And then has Otani asked for a trade yet? <laughs> I think that, that's my second biggest takeaway. Yep. The guy's awesome. They gave him zero. They gave him one run. And the bullpen comes in. They blow it. Sure they did. And the A's win the game 2-1. to one. Sure they did. Yeah, absolutely. What a debacle. Oh, boy. That, my biggest fear on him, obviously, betting him any which way would be, does he, does he get dealt to the National League midway through the season? Yeah, he'll be a Met. You yeah. think so? Yes. By the end of July? Yeah, with the Verlander news now, I too. Call I just don't say that. I hate you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What do you think about that, really by ridiculous. the way? That's how the way that they yeah. started. Verlander, 15-day DL. I know. Yeah, we got the win. IL. IL. Yeah, we got the win. Scherzer was solid. Mad, Mad Max, one mistake. It's all right. Wait, yeah, hold, I know. Hold it's on. Like, hold on. You got the win. Don't you have the under? <laughs> no, I thought you meant the, the, the regular season window under. Yeah. Also, uh, talking to Met Nation, uh, they, th- they think Bassett's going to struggle with the new rules in Toronto because they're watching him. And remember what the Padres did to him in the playoffs. Okay. And just the, the stepping out and the taking their time. And it got to Bassett. And he had a, they think Bassett's going to have a hard time adjusting to the new rules. But uh, that was a hell of a game, too. And I thought I think we saw two. Excellent teams in that Toronto-St. Louis game. Yeah, with, by with the, the crazy, way... Crazy, crazy, eight, ninth inning. I, I definitely want to give some credit here to our buddy Mike Palm, who was the VP here at Circa yesterday. He kind of scoffed at the Blue Jays' rotation yesterday. It's only one game. But he his comparison for Alec Manoa is Lance Lynn, basically a one-pitch pitcher, in his opinion. Like, that's it. You, if that's not working, then you're going to get drilled. He's not buying into Barrios. Neither am I. And he's got some major question marks there. I Look, I, I have been buying in on this Blue Jays team for a couple of years now. I wanted to again this year. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because of the pitching. And um, look, we again, we have 161 games yet. I'm not, if we overreact to anything, we should get tased today. But no. I just think that the pitching is going to be an issue potentially here for a lot of the season for this team. The yep. offense is going to be awesome. I tell you, you got to like the Cubs, though. I mean, everyone who liked them on this program and network before this season, I mean, they're going to be feisty. Cubs made a lot of sense. Stroman was great. Uh, Swanson had a big game. Uh, This also, I think, another reason why you can back the Cardinals to win the division. Uh, Brewers get shut out, but uh, a lot of enthusiasm and excitement and a good good win for the Cubs uh, on opening day, and Wrigley was rocking. Here's my thing about that game. Corbin Burns only had one strikeout until, like, the final inning, and he didn't last that long anyway. He picked up two more. So he finished the day with three. Again, one start. It's March. That will change. But all these other pitchers in baseball yesterday having no problems. Cole, Cease, Otani, some others in there. Yeah. And that guy had three strikeouts. Not getting um, his normal performance there was a little alarming. And you knew that once you found out that Jacob deGrom was only going to go like 65 pitches, between 65 and 70 right around there, we were looking around like crazy for an outs prop. Again, unavailable. But I think that goes like anywhere. What a sweat that was for the K prop. Seven and a half? Yeah. Guy, three and one third, and he had seven strikeouts. No, right? How about that game? I went, I, I made a hot dog. I, I gave up on it. I turned around, it's tied. What happened? Yeah. It was five nothing. Now it's tied. Just like that. Yeah. That was wild. That game had everything. Can, can, can but I, you can, could see that. Like Mike Baum said, though, if Texas can hit, you got to like the rotation. I like the cousin Sal tweet. <laughs> Mets g- the Rangers g- gave uh, Degrom more runs in the first game than the Mets did in his whole yeah. career. And I think we're cooking here with Adley Rutschman this season. Yes, five hits, six times on base, uh, first time for a catcher on opening day to do that since at least 1901. Um, that team was different last year when he was called up, and he is a complete stud, and he's a massive prospect. Last year coming in anyway, uh, a great catcher can be a total game changer for a team. 
10 runs out of the gates. That that one killed me because I had the first good closing line value. The first five total closed four and a half, flew over. Yeah, I thought there'd be runs. And you yep. think that's going to be a common thing for yes, the Red Sox? with the year. Red Sox, yeah. Looking at their rotation and then the lineup, right? Yeah. And how bad Kluber was to close uh, close the year. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Great house specials. You went up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive squares. The best tennis menu. And a ton of things to choose from as well. Place a qualifying bet, get a bonus square. Restrictions on wagers, bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Yeah, the guy that they uh, did not bring back this year, Xander Bogarts, had three hits last night for the Padres. And uh, bad start to the season for that team. Losing 7-2 at home. Snell got roughed up eventually. Did have nine strikeouts. I think Bogarts is in store for another big game today. I'll tell you why a little bit later on. In the program. Up next, Paulie will run down more of uh, last night's betting action outside of uh, Major League Baseball and win some, lose some. And this team is closing the season strong. They are on a 14 and 1 run. Details next on Follow the Money Beast in the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, here we go. Uh, public, uh, again, we ran down the betting splits yesterday. The public did well in the early games. Everyone was betting the Mets, Yankees, and, of course, the Braves with the anti-Corbin. They get there, but at night... Not so much. A's plus 195, Rockies plus 190. The Angels scored one run. God. And the bullpen blows it for Otani and the Rockies all over Snell and the Padres. Rendon needs to do something this year. Who? Rendon has to hit the ball this year. Yep. White Sox plus 145 down to 125. Great game. Fun game. Valdez was humming. Cease was a beast. 
bummer. Challenge somebody. The wild pitch was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you get a 3-2 final there. Uh, Yankees, Giants under seven down to six and a half. Call with the shutout. All rise. Judge goes deep off the bat. R- big ball. Oh, this is tough. Carolina gets beat again. What's going on? And then the Red Wings scored l- l- less than 30 seconds left in the game, so they couldn't even get a point. Doors open now for New Jersey in the division. Detroit plus 190. The Bruins, 430, touched $5. They beat Columbus. And Montreal, another over in the first period, 14-1 run for the Canadians. Home teams last night in the NHL, 9-2. Pelicans money line, uh, we'll call it 240, but no joker. That went from 9 down to 2 after the news with Joker and file that one away. Denver was at home. Joker didn't play, and they got obliterated by the Pelicans in a total 232 down to 226 and a half. Easy money. Like your bucks? Good for you. You called that a week and a half ago about this spot with the Malinsky special. The Bucks on a back-to-back finishes a long road trip against the Celtics. Celtics were up 30 right away. I mean, there is something called, you know, situational handicapping where you have to throw models out the window and take that into account sometimes. It was, I mean, one of the worst schedule spots specifically for a national TV game that you're ever going to see. And that that they were dead and buried end of the first quarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good in-play opportunity. Oh, yes, it was. It was just Boston was doing whatever they wanted. Subscribe, be part of the team, VEASAN Pro. Watch the show live, VEASAN.com. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Send something in. Dog, video poker, we'll put you on TV. Look at this. Oh, God. Again, pandas go through life that they got a six-pack in them all the time. Look at the baby coming in. And the the parent throws them down, picks them up by the neck, throws them down. Can you help me up, please? Yeah, sure, I got you. Okay, get up here. Throw him around like a rag doll. Let's do it again. What kind of ride is this? <laughs> Throw some down again. <laughs> and down the hill. <sighs> They're having their time of the letters. And other, yeah, there it is again. Uh, they have a it's, lot of it's fun. It's like the, uh, what is it called? Would it be a cub? Is a panda bear baby like a yeah. cub? We'll, we'll go with that. Right. Uh, it's <laughs> like he wants the punishment. Yes. He wants more of it. Yes. Can we do that again? Right Can back? You yeah, I want that, please. Throw me down the hill again, please. Grab me sure. by my earlobes and throw me around. <laughs> Oh, my God. He goes right into the uh, fence, too, the poor guy. Piece of cake. How about a gorilla video? It's been a while. Look at the baby here, Paul. Eh? Peek-a-boo. Eh? Pokes the bed. Stop that. What is that? I told you to knock it off. Comes back in. No. It comes one more time. Comes in. Pokes him on the back. <laughs> he takes off. I hope it ended well. Looks like the parent was upset there with the poke in the, poke in the back. Sure. And he took off. Now, how about... How about one giant leap for Corgi Kind here? I didn't expect to see this. That little fella, he's on the top step, and he knows what to do, right? Come, Come on, on now. Oh, he jumps right up. Good job by the owner to grab him with one hand, right? I didn't think he was going to jump three steps there, like Jordan from the free throw line yeah. in a dunk contest. I didn't see that coming, but uh, he nails it. Good job by the owner. <laughs> I, I, I thought for sure he was... The- the last thing I expected was the small dog to jump three steps down well, into by, his hand. And by the way, when you listen to it with uh, volume up, the owner has no idea it's coming either because the person starts laughing their asses off. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Good for him. Couple lose some. We rock and roll with more dog videos. Boy, this has got to be uncomfortable. The oh, big how, dog. how so? <laughs> the dog. Huge fella, right? Falls asleep on the owner on the couch, right on the face, pressed up, and the glass is going off, and you're not moving. You're stuck there, lady. That's it. And that's uh, that's kind of like me. You bring a cot and I'll fall asleep right now. I don't know how that dog can fall asleep like that. And the owner's like, well, I guess I'm not going anywhere. Right? Right on the neck. Uh-huh. What is that, an 80-pound dog? 
Oh, I go over. Over? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jared Carabas from DraftKings had a good tweet. The guy picked up a fiance and also six broken ribs. Let's go to Dodger Stadium. Last night, the fan. Oh, boy. The fan goes out there. Oh, no, it's Pecto. Is it Pecto? Any event. The fan runs up. No, Dodger Stadium, right? He runs onto the field. The- oh! Did you have to lay him out like that? I thought it was innocuous. The fan runs on the field. I understand it, but he's going to propose to his girlfriend. He's sitting front row in, in uh, left field, and he runs on the field. He gets down on a knee, and he shows the girl from the ring, and then here's some security, and they lay him out like Tatum. Oh, God. I'm going to say I'm okay with it. That is vicious. Yeah? Yeah, because uh, I think it's preposterous to uh, propose to anybody at a stadium I got or an you. arena. I got you. Okay. Had it coming? And yeah. one bad beat, of course, I'll put the Angels on there. Otani with a gem. Can't get any runs against what's supposed to be the worst team in baseball. one nothing, bottom of the eighth, and the bullpen splits it up. That is win-lose. So this is from uh, Rick on Twitter. I believe Rick is a, a big Cardinals fan, and he said, that was damn near four hours yesterday. But I will add this. Well, it was 10-9, though. I mean, that's, No, I know. That's that, what I'm right, going to say here. Yeah. The, the Blue Jays, thanks to Luke here... Uh, on email, ftmadvison.com, Blue Jays, first Major League Baseball team to allow a go-ahead run in the 6th, 7th, and 8th innings on the road, and yet still win the game. Since wow. the Red Sox, you know this, Paulie, since the Red Sox did it against the St. Louis Browns back in 1938. Yeah, I had them. So if if that game wow. was a playoff game last night, people would be going nuts today saying how great it was because of the back and forth. And uh, I just, I mean... I'm telling you, playing fantasy baseball, these closers and the middle relievers that you have to have, it's gonna that's gonna be my third death nail. I have the Cardinals closer, blows it. I got the middle reliever for the Guardians, blows it last night. Yeah. That's three nothing, by the way. Great pitching matchup that was between awesome. Castillo. And Sold Bieber. out, Griffey threw out the first pitch. That it, was it, great. It'll always hurt yeah. a little bit because uh as a kid, you know, as an eighties kid, growing up, you know, graduating in the nineties though, who didn't root for those Mariners teams across the country? Right? I mean, that yes. was because of Griffey and how good they were. How, though, every time I see that, I always think, how did one of those 90s teams not even make the World Series? Alex Rodriguez, Griffey, Edgar Martinez, Jay Buhner, uh, Randy Johnson. On, oh, God. Was the highlight of the day Megan the Stallion throwing out the first pitch before the Astro game? I didn't even see it. Oh, what? I saw they. Was oh. it on ESPN? Yes. Oh, because they, they made sure Ravitch, yeah. Oh, yeah, they had to show. Oh, how did I miss Look that? Great. I saw Mark Wahlberg address the... the uh... Well, he took a picture with uh, Megan the Stallion afterwards. Uh. Got a little handsy. Sure. But uh, those were some tight... You couldn't fit a dime in her pants. <laughs> he was wearing... They were tight. She's a little risque. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did she yeah. throw a strike? Ah, she hopped it. I think she... I, correct me if I'm wrong. I, did, I think she was... She, she thought she was throwing at the second base. She's turning around. Okay, we'll have to go and find go, this. You look at the video. I'll look at but it. But she moves up. We'll let it slide. If, if it gives, hey, Paul, if it gives me a reason to go check out Megan the Stallion's the Instagram outfit. page, I will go and do that. Look at the outfit. Anyways, oh, yeah. she, she moves up, and then she moves up again, then she moves up, and she threw a one-hopper. And then uh, I, don't know who, I don't know who caught it, but uh, he got the hug at the end as well, the Astro player. So good for him. Kind of like out here yesterday. Great job by Sir Greg Maddox throwing out the first pitch here yep. at Circa. They brought the mound in, Josh Towers. Uh, caught it. Mike Palm with the MC play-by-play and the Maddox jersey on. So you were here. Maddox was in the house. It was yep. great. There was a strike to Josh Towers. Yeah, here you go. Here's the video. Right. Look at this setup. Yeah, bam. That's excellent. Good crowd. Well done. Top-notch. How about the bunting? That was great. They really get into baseball here. Yeah. 
Do you have the what? Do you have it? You I look? couldn't find it. She didn't put anything on Instagram. Now I'm depressed a little bit. I'm going to find it. Show you right now. You'll okay. Love it. Yeah. Yesterday was. Uh, the, so what, what do you think about the full schedule yesterday and they come back and it's a very tiny schedule today? I know. You get everybody excited. Here we go. It's it's here for everybody. And then. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking good. Look at the look how tight the pants are. Oh, you. you <laughs> look at that tight the pants. Go to, go, go to the. I know that you you refuse to follow her on Instagram because yeah. you just can't deal with it. I can't because it's too, it's phenomenal. I'm it's, a big fan of the twerking. Yeah, it's uh, it's the, kid, the kids love it. I, I mean, you want to put four fire emojis, five, six, seven, whatever. How many? She's of, a hot girl, real hot girl. Yep. I love the name, the stallion. That's what she has on Instagram. That's all she that's goes good. by, the stallion. It's good. Yeah. Uh, the uh, do you want to have? Do you have any takeaways from the Bucks Celtics game? Does that mean anything? No, it was an yeah. all-time bad spot. Yeah. It's a horrible spot. How often is the road team sitting there waiting for you? You're on a back-to-back, and Boston was also coming off an embarrassing loss. Uh, that could have been so. a look-ahead against Washington. Who knows? I don't. Pros, look-aheads, yeah. whatever. They were blown out. You're right. They were embarrassing against the Wizards. Yeah. Well, rest assured, Milwaukee will bounce back, and they have the showdown with Philly coming up. But uh-huh. that, that's a total fluke. You take nothing from it, all that it was an all-time bad spot and a good job by the yep. Celtics. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $19. And we'll get you ready for the Masters next week with the betting guide. Matchups, future bets, $19. VEASAN Pro subscriber, $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, we'll get into what has to happen the rest of the way in the NHL and NBA for division bets. It's unfortunate, but this could really be an impactful injury. Details on that coming up next here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on v Before you make your next bet, visit v to check the betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Check out today's betting splits every game, v as we try to help you make you uh, help make you a smarter, better year-round. Okay, so here's what has to happen in the NBA and the NHL for the rest of the season in some of these uh, division races, right? It's great. In the Atlantic, now the Celtics are up on Philly by two and a half games after last night. Call it. Celtics, now what kind of game do we get against the Jazz? Good question. Total letdown? Probably. Oh, I would think so, right? Yep. That's the way the NBA works. Yep. But they get the Jazz, they're at the Sixers, Raptors, Raptors, and then Hawks. So they have one road game left. Sixers go Raptors. At the Bucks, Celtics, Heat, at Hawks, at Nets. This thing's over with. Yes, it is. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh, in the Southeast, are you involved in the Southeast at all? This has been wild. And you've been tracking this now with the division odds here recently. Yes. It went from 8,000 to 2,000 in a span of uh, less than a week as Miami's on a losing streak now. I also wanted, I need Miami to win uh, because I have the Nets to miss the playoffs at good prices. Okay. Uh, so, But that I can't get any help and a little cooperation here. By Miami, but this is uh, Miami has the tiebreaker. That's why the price was so high. But this has come down. You can find eight, nine to one on the Hawks. It's not over. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, the Hawks could run the table. You never know. And the way Miami's playing, still it's a little hairy now. It's one game in the loss column. Yeah. I so mean, you, I mean, it was it was eight thousand the yeah, other if day. You, so when, what was the price on the Hawks at that point? Twenty to one. About yeah, it was in that range. In that range, okay. 20, 20, yeah. Here's how they close at the Nets. 
Tough the, game tonight should be high scoring. Right. Pick them. Pick them, yeah. Yep. It's not going to be easy, but it's no. at the Nets. Mavericks at home. Right. At Bulls, Wizards, 76ers, at Celtics. Right. And you uh, maybe those teams uh, have nothing to play for at the end, and they get back. I mean, you never know. Bingo. That, Miami that's certainly in play. Miami gets Dallas. They're at the Pistons, at the Sixers, at the Wizards, and the Magic. Right. But I don't know what I'm going to get out of Miami. I mean, they come out the other night at home against the Nets, and they were outscored 21-2 to or whatever to start the quarter. The Heat, so, they're almost more unpredictable than the Western Conference. Yes. Plus, you still have teams sitting, guys. And Butler didn't play the other night. Like, hello! There's six games left. They're kind of important. Yep. You don't want to be in the play-in round either if you're Miami. So, yeah, this is still a race and still Atlanta. The door's, uh, you know, the door's open here for maybe a miracle. Miami's up by one and a half games. And then in the Pacific... Kings are up by Phoenix by five. Clippers by five and a half. Kings have, both teams at the top here have six games left. This should be over with tonight though, right? Well, they're laying 15. They just beat Portland by 40. They're playing Portland again. Yeah. So then they get San Antonio Sunday. So you also have Denver and uh, Phoenix tonight as well. Uh, See how that goes. I will say the Kings do not want to mess around though. They can't, no. they can't blow up by losing a couple of these well, games. They can get the two seed now. That's also in play for yep. Sacramento. Sure. Memphis got a tough game tonight against the Clippers. Of course they do. I imagine Kawhi's back, but they just lost. And so that's uh, updated numbers at DraftKings to make to make the playoffs. Mavs 3-1. to one. Heat minus 650. Minnesota minus $4. Pelicans minus 120. Lakers minus 225. Bulls plus 320. And they also have, I mean, you had to, to participate in the play and stuff. I mean, that's just a madhouse. The Pelicans are minus 120 right now, and they're currently make, the seventh seed. That's to make the playoffs. Yeah, but they're going to be in the play-in. I know, I know. And does the, does the big fella come back? And their schedule know. is uh, not easy. Although they oh, get, it's brutal. They get four games at home. Yep. It's Clippers, Kings, Grizzlies, Knicks, and then they close at Minnesota. Okay. And by the way, here's the big news from yesterday. Julius Randle out the rest of the regular season. And his availability for the opening of the playoffs in doubt with an ankle sprain. Terrible. Unfortunate. Well, the timing with this thing oh, is just, God. it completely stinks. That'd be an, this is going to be an unbelievable series if these teams are healthy. And not to mention if the, if it play, maybe, you don't know, maybe they get the six, they shock Philly and, and they could make a run, but yep. they have to have them. That's just, I, you don't want to see this. And that's been the story for too long in the NBA where there's very uh, important players to their teams and big names are getting hurt in the playoffs or right before the playoffs. Right. So that news came down yesterday on the AP and Brian Mahoney. Brian Mahoney will join us in 90 minutes from right now to give us the, what he knows as of right now about the Randall injury and the chances. We'll have him put a number on Julius Randall being available for the opening round of the playoffs because that number goes from... Let's see here. When I reached out to uh, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate, he made the Cavaliers $2.00. His colleague over there, Ed Sammons, made the Cavaliers $3. If there's no Randall, yeah. then what? I know. Tough. How do you feel about your Oilers ticket? Well, I have to be... Uh, that went from 10-1 to 2-1. to, two to one. Yeah, in a span of a couple days. The, the win out here was enormous, and then Skinner gets the shutout, and they beat the Kings 2-0. So they're uh, a, point, a point back? With, they are... It's 99, I think, compared to 97, because the Golden Knights... They have a game in hand, though. Yeah. The Golden Knights trailed the two whole up, two up the whole game last night against yep. uh, the Sharks. That's a bad loss for the Golden Knights. Yes, it is. But they eventually lost in overtime to get a point. So it's currently yeah ninety nine points to ninety seven so, in the game in hand. So Vegas could get the one seed, and they could also blow the division. Yeah, 
They have 99. Edmonton has 97. Minnesota has 97. Vegas has a home and home against Minnesota coming up. How big are those games? And for whatever reason, over the years, it does not go well for Vegas when they go to Minnesota and play. But you have you are you're cooking with that Edmonton ticket because Edmonton has two left against Anaheim, two left against San Jose. They go to L.A. coming up, but they also the second to last game of the year. They're at Colorado. May not mean anything for Colorado. Then again, if Edmonton gets that kind of goaltending, we're probably going to go to the Stanley Cup. Well, if that that happens, incredible. Yeah, they're coming out of the Western Conference. Uh, But Vegas, the home and home against Minnesota. And they close with a uh, home-and-home against Seattle. They also go to Dallas, and they have the Kings out here. And they go to Nashville, and Nashville's going to need it in the worst way. So you play the schedule game, huge edge to Edmonton, and you can find them plus 210 to win the Pacific. And I don't know what's going to happen uh, in the Central. I mean, they're all bunched up, but with Minnesota, Dallas, and Colorado, sure. that's, I gave that's up on, crazy. Too. I gave up on that Oilers ticket um Earlier this week, when they when they lost at home to the Golden Knights, I pretty much yeah, gave up on the ticket. I said, hey, you're not dead. Schedule's easy the rest of the way. Well, if they won that game in regulation, it went to overtime, they kind of blew. Mm. What's the best you can do on New? Can you find better than 3-1 to one on the Devils? To win their division? That could be worth a look. Is this happening right in front of us? Uh, yeah, the Carolina is one point up on New Jersey Damn. with a game in hand. New Carolina has now lost three in a row. You look at, wow, the schedule's pretty easy. What does that mean? I mean, they have an easier schedule, but then New Jersey, Chicago, the Jets, Pittsburgh, Columbus. I would take a if you can maybe you can maybe some guys fell asleep. Maybe you can find four mm. or five to one on New Jersey right now as you wake up. Put out the bat signal. Yeah. Take a look, guys, if you can find New Jersey. I think you can do better than three to one because a lot of places aren't paying attention now. Well, DraftKings, they're definitely paying right. attention they because are, yes. they have Carolina priced at minus two forty and the Devils down right. at plus two ten. Caesars and William Hill have three to one on the Devils. But you, know, you you wake up and that's Carolina couldn't even get a point out of that. Yep. And they lose to Detroit after getting shut out at home by Tampa. And they had another, like the other loss was in there too. So big win against the Rangers. Maybe the Devils can pull this off. I Certainly, you got you got to jump in, and if you can find four, because because I think it was Monday, Sunday or Monday, Carolina was nine dollars. Now two forty. It's a big game tonight for Calgary. Yeah, right? because they are two points back of Winnipeg right now for that eight spot. Yep. In the Western Conference. And they're in action. They're laying a small number tonight against Vancouver with a high total. And Winnipeg, by the way, they are, I would say, uh, is enormous too strong of a word? Let's say they're big favorites at home to Detroit. They're laying two, more than more than $2. Yeah, man, you get them on a back-to-back travel. Yeah. Winnipeg, lovely this time of year. I'm sitting on this get Calgary there. future ticket, too, from uh, last year in the offseason. I just yep. get in. Yeah. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Yeah, you never know with Detroit, too. You know, I've been there. Uh, you can get you can, you can find trouble in Winnipeg. You know, uh, so that's, yeah, the Jets got to have this, too. This is a great race. Do you these, think, these, uh, these races are a lot of fun. Yep. Okay. Trying to find a number here on that uh, Celtics game against the Jazz, and I got 13 and a half for the Celtics. Oh, God. They're back in action tonight. Had to fly home from Milwaukee. Oh. After that performance last night, and now laying a big number, I don't know. I, th- I think that, well. What, what do you hear? Is SGA playing? Oh, Paul, come on. It's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, not a, like, a, I know, but it's not a, like they're on a back-to-back. A, a gun to my head right now. I'd be Bruce Willis in the last Boy Scout. Uh, I'd say, give me two. <laughs> uh, God. I thought there was a uh, place had a lineup, and it was small in that game. I'm like, the Pacers are sitting everybody. Yes, they are. I mean, that's... 
I'll tell you what, that it doesn't matter who they're playing though in terms of uh, the total. Right. If that if that number pops and it's yep. it's a small total, yep. it's it won't be two small. Two and a half. There you, okay, two and a half a draft. There you go. Yeah. You got to take the thunder. You have to. Well, does that number even t- if SGA doesn't play, the Pacers are this lineup they're throwing out there, a lack thereof, and this Laker game's a monster tonight. Who? Oh, yeah. T Wolves laying one at home against the Lakers. I have to go with Minnesota on principle, and we'll see about Cat, but I imagine Minnesota will play everybody. How big is this game? Woo! Winners should probably get the seventh seed, at worst you, case. So how about this narrative now that started this week nationally from mainstream what? media saying the Lakers are absolutely live? It's crazy. Can- Yesterday, yeah. Chris yeah. Mannix, they're going to the finals. A GM. This is a championship team. Okay. The Lakers are title contenders everywhere I look yesterday. Uh, everywhere. Like- Final four up next, we have uh, look-ahead lines of a national title game and total threes made by each team. That's next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Great menu and house specials at Bet Rivers, and you can win up to ten thousand in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a bonus square for the final four in basketball. If your numbers match, you win. Restrictions on wagers, bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. I'm super excited for tomorrow, the final four. I can't wait to watch uh, two games that I'm very excited about. With the first game being. Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. I bet the first half under right away during the week. And, Paulie, we do have some look-ahead numbers out. If you look around, shop around for the national title game. Quickly, how about the how about the Aztecs getting to three out of nowhere yesterday? You know, and as you said to Ian Eagle and all this week, it's like there's about the real possibility that we come in Tuesday morning and we're t- and then we now refer to either Florida Atlantic or San Diego State as the defending champs. I'd love to see it. How about that? That'd be yes. great. So, if you didn't look here, if you think if Miami beats Connecticut and San Diego State wins, and it would depend on how those games would go, who would okay. you make the favorite in that game? Miami. I think Miami would have to be a small favorite, yeah? Yeah. They beat the freight train here? And what, they just beat Houston? 
and they went through Texas. Yes. Down by 13 and came back and made it look easy how down well the stretch. How well they're playing offensively? Yes. Miami would have to be favored. Globally, they made it a pick. Oh. No. I know. I think Miami should be favored in that game. No. Miami would be two and a half. Well, it is two and a half right now. Faraway places against Florida Atlantic. You're kidding. I can't believe this with these all these people with these huge Florida Atlantic tickets. That they, I mean, it's a it's a dream. It is. It's a dream come true. You're only going to be a two point dog in both games, and uh, that's well. If they, I'll get you the UConn well, number UCon, here okay. in a minute. What is that? Okay. Uh, can, can, you want to guess? Seven. Yeah. UConn seven, and that well, that's that tra- sounds right. That's I mean, risky that, business, right? Yeah, and then that's the why other- you got to be careful though if you have future tickets. It's too bad that that's the early game for all these people with the Florida with the Owl tickets. Wow, yeah. Because I mean, because you're right, you don't can't go crazy hedging on that first game because you, you might be a seven point dog. All right, in the right. title game. And then if we get UConn and San Diego State, Connecticut five and a half right now against the Aztecs. Yeah. I, I would be tempted on the Aztecs there, but also I want to know what the total would be because I think that game would be played in the very low sixties. That could be a, a knockdown, dragout kind of a game like that. Also, total threes made by each team, the Final Four tomorrow. And I find this number fascinating on Florida Atlantic. It's six and a half. Now, I ran this down earlier in the week with San Diego State's three-point defense and how good they are. They are like elite, elite in the entire country, right? If you go back in their recent games, Creighton, they were two of 17. Alabama, three of 27. Furman yeah. shot 6 of 26. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody, for the most part, shoots the ball well. There are a couple of teams that did throughout the entire year, but we're talking about body of work. It's tough to get to seven made threes against San Diego State. The problem with this is a couple things. When you look at Florida Atlantic with how many threes they take and they make, does that offset San Diego State's defense? 9 of 23, 8 of 27, 9 of 31. They... Paul, they had yeah. a stretch not that long ago. List, how about this for a minute? The Owls were 17 of 36, 11 of 26, 14 of 32, 11 of 24, and 12 of 30 in a five-game stretch not that long ago. Now, none of those defenses were San Diego State, but I talked this out with uh, Beeson's very own Matt Humans yesterday. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. How you doing today? Good morning, pal. About the six and a half, and we came to the same conclusion the Aztecs defense will get a, a lot of credit when you see that 3 of 27 and the 2 of 17 and all these bad numbers. How many open threes did Alabama have against San Diego State and how many did they miss? Yeah. A ton. It's a tough call. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to shoot it well from three. I mean, just we have a full season here, over 30 games, sample size and body of work. Uh, the other thing that's got to concern you is the turnovers. They had 22 turnovers against Kansas State. Yes. Now I know they're still they still won and they're still here. And Conference USA is great, and they're 35 and three. But I also would point to Bradley's not playing well in this whole tournament for San Diego State. 12 a game. Yep. What if he goes off? Right. And to your point about the three point shooting and, and tying in with the defense, Charleston averaged 80 a game. They held them to 57. Furman 80 a game. They held them to 52. Bama 82 a game. 64 points. Creighton, 76 yeah. a game. 56 points. They dictate, so, man. So, yeah. That's the MO of the program. They, they yeah. have an identity. You know what it is. They've done this for a long time. It just it happens to be the longest run they've ever made in the yeah. tournament before. And it, it has all the makings here. You know, with this going back to campus and they're treated like rock stars and you can get in more trouble and, say, and uh, 
There's more to do in San Diego than Del Boga Vista. So I'm concerned about what Jay Wright said on the postgame. I think that points to the Aztecs, the cavernous background here, the shooting with the stadium. But this, the defense is so good. And that's why I think San Diego State's going to win. Yeah. And I, I can't quarrel with your assessment about the under. First half, and if, if you want to go first half, that's fine because you don't want to mess around with the foul fest and what could happen late. Yeah, I'd be moving into uh, Del Boca Vista, lock, stock, and barrel. Sure. The Miami made three is six and a half in the game. They had two against Texas, none in the second half. They didn't have 11 the game before that. Is, now, this, is this correlated? Which part? Ma- Ma- I'm going to tell you. Yeah, okay. well, Miami can't win. You, well, you never jumped the gun, so. <laughs> Miami can't win a low-scoring game. It's got to be Miami has to outscore them. It's going to be Miami and over. They don't play defense no, anyways. No, and they push the pace. They like yeah. to get up and down the court. If Miami, you know, yeah. yeah. Miami's going to win a game in the 60s? No way, no how. So to me, it's got to be a shootout if Miami's going to win. That would be if UConn just has a dreadful shooting performance, though, and they can't hit anything. Then it's possible because UConn's defense could keep a minute. But is that is that really... Think about UConn's three-point shooting here going back again. Their three-point prop for the entire game, seven and a half. This is how hot the team has been shooting the three in the tournament and beyond. Made threes by UConn. 11, 9, 10, 11, 7, 13, 8, 10, 9, 10. They have been blazing the nets now since that's pre-Big East tournament, I believe, with those performances. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who knows? It just might, they just might blow these teams out, and it's no problem, no sweat. Like Villanova and that Carolina team years ago. That could happen. Hansbro, but uh, I don't know. Full marks to Drake. Drake blew that game in the first round. Miami shot 30%. Since then, they're averaging 81 a game. And uh, 35% from three. But that was wild how they came back against Texas when they're down big. And it's they only make two threes in the game. So The more I think about it, the more that they really screwed up that call against Texas. So a blockout? They, they had to go and review it, and they overturned it, and they gave the... I don't know. That was really strange. Um, but the reason why the, the number moved up to three yesterday is because there is a uh, service that gave out uh, the bet, and then their followers got on it and moved the number where it's at right now. Uh, I do think this... You know, Miami, the way that they're playing, everybody's making a case that UConn be that, be that good. Well, if I think UConn five and a half against San Diego State would be a touch high... Don't you think I'd have to say the same thing about Miami, the way they're playing? That's the deal. Well, there's a tax on UConn right now, yeah. I think so, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Miami's offense is absolutely no... Think about the the run here again. Just eliminate the Drake game from your mind. Isn't that strange? I mean... Got to throw it out. I mean, look look at even Pack and Wong. I mean, where they're shooting from. Like, in the Houston game? Yeah. They're just coming down there chucking from Curryland. So... But that... Also, you have to worry about the shooting background as well. You're not supposed to play games... And these, these, these huge arenas like that. And like Ian Eagle said yesterday, just uh, how that's constructed. Right. And everything's courts up and trying to get 70,000 people in there. I will say, I mean, the tournament is so unpredictable. Miami, they were a dog to Duke in the ACC tournament. Duke looked really good in that game. Yeah. Duke covered. They won the, that tournament. We all thought Duke should have been higher than a five seed. And they go out and they get battered around by uh, Tennessee and they lose that game. And now Miami... So fortunate to win round one. Absolutely, they should have been buried. They didn't. And then they have been basically as hot as UConn since. So was Florida Atlantic, and so was San Diego State. Florida Atlantic's down one with 10 seconds, and Memphis has the ball. 
And Charleston and the Aztecs are tied with three minutes left. Yeah. In a game where Charleston couldn't make a three, I, which also they got good looks in that game. So yeah, that, and, and no dog in the fight for me. Did not bet the game. Memphis really got screwed. That was a bad call. And that's that's the thing, right? Like Memphis could be here. And shame on the committee. That was not an eight nine game. It's no, ridiculous. Absolutely not. So that's the that's why we scream and yell every Monday on after selection Sunday. You are really you're hurting everybody when you miss seed. Purdue wasn't going anywhere anyways, but you hurt the one seed, you hurt F- M- Memphis, and you hurt everyone who's on in Everybody that region involved. with Florida Atlantic. For sure. They're not an eight, they're not a nine. That That's a horrible job by the committee. You've got to seed properly. Yep. Think about that, because if that call goes Memphis's way, they get a 16 seed in the second round, and then, oh, by the way, they get Tennessee. Can you imagine Tennessee and Memphis playing to go to the Elite Eight? So Got to be a lot of luck in this, though. A lot of luck. Yeah. Right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll continue talking college basketball and the Final Four with Julian Edlow from DraftKings. We'll also find out what he likes tonight in the association. Uh, get his best bets here coming up next on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.